Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the A Bit From Within podcast with Felicia Marty. And part of what I'm trying to do with that magic is to not have expectations about what it has to be. I definitely don't have answers to some of the questions that are kind of going on in my heart. I'm just learning how to trust. And part of what that is, is learning how to trust what feels good. And in order to be able to do that, you have to let yourself feel good. Hi there, everybody. And thank you so much for joining me today for a new episode of the A Bit From Within podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Felicia and I am a, oh, what am I? This is the thing I've been struggling with lately. I am a business owner here in Denver, Colorado. I live in Denver. Um, I'm a Colorado native. I run a wedding photography business and then I also run this business called Up It From Within. And I do this podcast each and every week. New episodes are released on Tuesdays. But the main thing that I do with A Bit From Within is give people a place to be reminded to take good care of themselves and just to accept themselves for who they are and how they are right now. And I'll be the first person to tell you that I am still actively working on that. And that is part of what I come here to kind of share what I'm thinking about. And hopefully it connects with those pieces that you resonate with too. And my biggest goal and hope is that you leave with a feeling of encouragement or feeling deeper permission to be who you are um, and to take good care of yourself. I honestly, this is the first episode of 2022 and I've been really trying to kind of get some good vibes going with 2022. Um, I know that so many of us are feeling like Oh, great. Like, is it a good new year? Are we going to have a good year? But the truth is that things change so quickly. Um, You know, like if we if we think back to like things that actually happened in 2021 that seem so long ago, like, um, you know, like the inauguration where like Bernie Sanders was sitting with like his mittens and that like blew up into be this huge meme Like, it's crazy to me that that was less less than a year ago that that happened. Um, I'm sure we all have things like that where, like, that happened in 2021. That feels like 10 years ago. Um, and, And that's the feeling that we can remember when we start to get a little overwhelmed by the state of things in our life right now is most of what we experience in our life is here for a season. So whether you are 
you know, going through a period in your life, kind of like I am right now where I feel like I'm kind of in a transition. I'm feeling a little bit lost. Like that's a season. Um, my partner, Dave, he has been going through some really hard medical issues and it seems like every other day or so he's having these flare-ups or he's just feeling really bad. He's in a lot of chest pain and rib pain and all of this just not feeling good. And, you know, that's probably a whole other podcast on like how I've tried to support him and and help him and and be there for him. Um, But the thing that I just do try to remember and try to remind him is like, I know this hurts right now. I know you're going through this. This is a season like we're doing our best to figure it out. And I just, I, I have faith that he's going to feel better soon, that we eventually will get to a place where there's an- answers. Um, and, you know, that's true for a lot of us, right? Sometimes what we're going through, we just have to remind ourselves that it's just a season and that things do change. Um, and there's, there's comfort in that. And then sometimes there is, um, like it sometimes that sentiment is bittersweet, especially when you're in a really happy place or things are going really well. And you're, or you're like, if maybe if you have kids and you're at a really sweet stage with them, um, like there are bittersweet feelings around each stage of those things where you want to hold on and savor this, um, I don't have kids right now. I would, I would love to become a parent. I hope that is, I was going to say part of this transition that I I would love for that to be, but I'm not holding my breath on that because I don't, I've never, um, gone through that in my own life before. So I don't know what that's going to look like. And hopefully when I cross that bridge, like you guys can all come with me. Um, but I often think about how, when I think about how I want a family and I want to have kids, I think about the season that I'm in right now where I can stay up as late as I want. I can, I can make my own schedule. I'm not, you know, my schedule doesn't revolve around the routine of children. And I'm trying to really savor that, like the, the benefits that come with that, like being childless, there are certain, um, uh, you know, just, conveniences. And so that's one of the things that I try to do. And I know that a lot of, um, you guys that are listening, you're in that stage of life where like you have grown kids and I'm sure that that is bittersweet where sometimes you probably miss those parts of your life where there was a lot of going on with the kids and, and you were close to them and they were all in the house, but then maybe you start to think back to, some of the sleepless nights, either from when they were really little or the the worry that came when they were teenagers or just the chaos and, and whatnot. And maybe there are certain parts, um, that you can appreciate now. And I think that's, that's the main thing I'm getting to is just how can we take ourselves and, and really count our blessings for the moment that we're in right now. Um, it's always easier said than done. But one of the things that I'm also working on in, um, always working on so many things. Um, but I've been, I'm, I'm finishing up four weeks of vacation. So this is my fourth week being on vacation. And I swear it took me a good two and a half weeks to even settle into what it means to be on vacation. And now I'm feeling in this really sweet place where I'm loving being on vacation and I'm, I'm kind of, 
trying to get myself back into a like the pre work mindset or like the the sort of the vacation ending mindset without being too sad about it um but being on vacation has given me a lot of space just to to think about so many things going on inside of me inside my life inside my world changes that I want to make shifts you know things like that but one of the things while I've been on vacation that I've really given myself time to do is give myself permission to get myself motivated. Um, so to be honest, I don't always sit down and feel like writing intentions or feel like writing about my feelings or feel like blogging or feel like doing the laundry, right? Like there's a lot of things that I want to do that would be very good for me, but I don't always feel like doing it. And so what I've been trying to do is give give myself permission to get into the mood, essentially. So maybe I don't feel like writing, you know, all of these intentions down, but I just say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to give myself five minutes where I can kind of work myself into this. And at the end of five minutes, if I don't feel like doing it anymore, or if I only got a couple things down, that's okay. And that way... I can kind of move through the awkward part and then my brain starts going and then I start to be like, oh yeah, like that is going on or, oh, this thing is going on or, oh, that's a great idea. I wanted to work on that. And then, um, oh wait, that's coming up soon. That's going to be, you know, this month, like, and then I start and then my mind starts going and I, and I, and then I'm having fun with it and then I'm setting intentions and then I'm, and I'm feeling like, oh, I needed to do this. I needed to give myself this moment to, to get Um, into this mindset. But it doesn't always just happen right away, right? Like you don't always just flip that switch on. And sometimes we have to know, you know, what tools do we want to use to get ourselves to be more productive or to do the things that we know would be so good for us that are, that are a little bit harder to do. I go through so many phases. That's something, um, that I feel like is a little notorious about me. Like I get into different moods where I'm like, I'll like be really into audiobooks and be listening to a ton of audiobooks and then I'll get into real books and then I'm reading real books. And then I'll kind of like this happened to me in December where I was listening to a ton of audiobooks and then um, the website I like to listen to audiobooks on like a hit the limit and so then I was like okay well I guess I'll read and then I read a bunch of books and now it's January and I'm back into reading or I'm well I started an audiobook last night and it's because this is kind of a silly side story I don't even know if it's worth sharing but I will share it with you um back when I was in college I read this, this this really great um book called belong to me. And I just, I loved the book belong to me. It's by an author. Her name is Marissa de los Santos. And if this book like left, it was like this book that really left an impression on me. I just, I loved it. And then I found out that the book actually was, um, the second. So there was a prequel called loved walked in love walked in. And so I found that one. I like devoured it. It was awesome. And then of course, 
life happened. And I think to these books occasionally, especially, well, actually it was just the other day I was um, doing some yoga in my office and I was kind of laying down, looking up it. I have this, um, we have like a, a vaulted wall in our, in our office. So in the kind of extra space on the wall, I have a big, long bookshelf, like kind of spans the length of the room. And, um, I have all of my like fiction books up there, kind of color coordinated. It's really pretty. And so I was sitting there kind of looking at all of my books, just things you actually do on vacation, like lay on the floor and appreciate what's around you. I haven't, I hadn't done that for a year to tell you. And I was like, oh yeah, belong, belong to me. Love walked in. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I wonder if there are any of her books, like if she's written any other books. So I kind of went down this rabbit hole and then I realized that there's a third one in the series. And so I wanted to download it right away. And I did, and I found it, but then I was like, well, maybe I want to read the other two first to remind myself what the story is about and all this stuff. But then I was having kind of a hard time getting into that book. Like, I I really want to get to the third one, but I was kind of dragging my feet, like getting into it. And so this is the long story short. So I found it, the audio version of Love Walked In on, um, on Hoopla, which is like a you can use with your library card. And so now I'm getting into it, being able to listen to it, the audiobooks that I can do other things because my attention span right now is not on reading the books, even though it recently just was. And that's how we are sometimes, right? Like the only reason, the one of the main reasons I share that is because if you're at all like that too, like I have to believe that I'm not the only person out there who sometimes goes through these phases I I know I'm not because I watch Dave do it all the time where like for a while he's into this video game and then he's like really into fitness and then he's really into, well, researching his health. (laughs) It's a big thing. Um, But, you know, we, we, we all go through these little phases and, you know, I think kind of understanding what our main priority is and if we know our why then we can give ourselves deeper permission just to be where we are. Like, it's not so bad to just be a human, right? This is like my biggest thing I've been thinking about lately is I've been realizing that there is so much stuff that I am scared of people judging me for. And honestly, it's just me judging myself. And I... I'm really trying to notice it and stop it (laughs) because it's not helpful, right? It's not helpful for me to constantly be judging myself and questioning my self-worth for things that just don't matter. Like, so what that we're here having a, a human experience, right? So what we... Um, eat the same thing in a row for a week and a half because we're into it. So, so what we go through a phase where we're, we're eating out too much. So, so what we need to sometimes catch ourselves and say, Hey, going out to eat so much over this vacation, like this last week, we ate out so much. Well, it was a holiday. We're really in vacation mode. Um, Dave is getting ready to start a new job. And he's going to be doing um, a nine to five type thing on on top of his video. Don't don't worry, all of you clients who know that um, Dave is also our lead videographer for my wedding photography company. Um, 
so he's still going to be doing all of that, but it's just going to be a little bit better for us, for him to get back to work. It's going to help us out a ton with oh, so many things. I won't, won't get into it. Um, but you, you know, he starts that this week. And so that was part of the reason we were, we're eating out a lot. And now I have a goal. It's part of what I set yesterday for, um, this new moon cycle. I'm like, I want to eat more in the house for a couple different reasons. One, because I really want to slow down and pay more attention to what I'm doing in the kitchen, like cooking and and that I think will be so good for me. Two, um, we are, so Dave and I both took a food sensitivity test and we had like, we each had four things that came up like on the medium or severe list. And then we had like 12 to 15 things that came up on our mild list. And of course I can be a little all or nothing. And for a while I was thinking like, we just need to like buckle down and just cut out everything. But I realized how overwhelming that was going to be. Like every time I sat down to do meal planning, I was being, I was feeling so overwhelmed. I'm like, cause my, my list is like a bunch of things like has like vanilla and, um, like all dairy, all kinds of cheeses. And then it, but it also has like chicken on it and then wheat too, not just wheat, but also gluten. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to go dairy free, wheat free, chicken free, (laughs) all of these things, vanilla, like eggs, eggs are a big one. Um, and I, every time I thought about doing that kind of meal planning, I was feeling immediately so overwhelmed and I'm trying to catch myself when I'm, when I'm being a little bit obsessive or when I'm trying to make the expectation so high, like how can I re redo this so that it's doable for me? And so finally we settled on like, let's just focus on our medium and high. That's four things each. And then we actually share two of them. So it's only six things total, um, that we are going to cut out and dairy is the big one because our the most severe thing for both him and I was cow's milk, which when they and they say when you when that shows up, even though like cheese and cottage cheese and yogurts are a different category and they can show up themselves, like it's best to cut out all dairy. So we're gonna go dairy free, and then we're also going to go um, what, what else egg egg free because we both had egg whites that showed up as medium sensitivity. And then his other one were almonds crazy enough. Um, mine and then yogurt was his. And then my other two were casein, um, which is connected to dairy and then also vanilla, which will be a tricky one because of how much stuff has vanilla kind of in it as well, kind of secretly. Um, but anyway, that's so much more manageable, right? Um, so now that we're going to be really focusing on eliminating that, I'm, I'm feeling like obviously we're going to be spending much more time cooking at home. So that's part of, you know, the priority, the, the why, why eat out less is not just about shaming myself and being like, oh, there's a stereotype that like, if you spend too much money eating out, you're like, you're a bad person. Or if you can't cook for yourself or you're not, you know, you're not taking care of your household. Um, you know, there's probably deeper, 
deeper things in there that like are, are reasons for being so judgmental about it for towards myself. Um, but I'm like, but the reason why it's not just to avoid doing something that I associate is shameful, but it's actually about being able to treat our bodies better, being able to do this elimination, being able to spend more time at home, being able to do things together, be in this thing together, um, have more quality time with food. And that is something that I'm really excited for. And the other thing that was kind of preventing me from jumping into that besides just like the holidays, um, but Dave and I were supposed to go on a week long trip to Disney World. <sighs> We had been planning this for like four months. Um, for those of you who, who've done the Disney World thing, it is like a crazy thing. Like you have to like get these reservations, do this thing. And there we had to get our, our dining reservations. So I had to like set an alarm one day for like, I think it was like 4 a.m. Because they, they release the dining reservations at 6 a.m. Eastern time each day like 60 days out from your reservations and so I had to reserve them like at 4 a.m. here like have all my list ready and did that we were we were so close and we finally just just last week actually um, pulled the plug on our trip and rescheduled it for the end of the year because of so many things a lot of it has to do with his health and then a lot of it has to do with the COVID situation right now. Um, and that was a really hard decision. I was like, this is probably the most personal connection that I've felt to what some people might feel when they've had to like postpone their honeymoons or postpone their weddings and things like that. Especially when you're so close, like we were supposed to leave almost exactly a month from now. Um, and making all those cancellations was really tough. And, but it's, it's honestly, it's for the best. Like I don't want to go with Dave to a awesome trip and have him feeling like crap, right? Like we want to be able to go and be our best selves together and really enjoy it. Um, so that's, that's something that we are, we had to deal with too. But I will say that when I realized that we won't be in Disney in a month. And I was like, okay, well we can really commit to this elimination diet because part of me was like, I don't want to do that now and then go on vacation because I mean, there are some vacations where you can really keep your dietary restrictions in place, but part of going to Disney, like, which is so exciting is the food. And I know Disney actually has a lot of amazing vegan options and plant-based options. Um, but I just, I didn't want to necessarily limit myself for something like that. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, anyway, that, that gives us plenty of time to... Um, really work with this elimination diet and cut out the foods that um, are that came back severe and just focus on what's in front of us. So um, that is one thing though that I, I 
you know, I kind of talked about this last week about how, you know, New Year's revelations, um, revelations, New Year's revelations, that that is probably something we should focus on more than our New Year's resolutions. Um, Last week, I was talking about how our New Year's resolutions can sometimes be all of these things that like we just do because we feel bad about, you know, kind of like my example with like the eating out. Um, like we are like, oh, I should feel bad about my body. So I'm going to work out more or I'm going to save more money or I'm going to, um, you know, we, we pick the big stuff and the stuff that we are, we've, we've kind of put off or the stuff that we just, sometimes we pick the stuff we feel ashamed about. And instead, like, why can't we really ask ourselves our whys and do things that we're really passionate about? Or kind of like I'm talking about here, like how can we scale things back so that they're not these huge, overwhelming, gigantic mountains that we have to scale right from the beginning perfectly, but instead build ourselves up towards the things we want to pursue. Um, and one of the things that, you know, I, I had a lot of time since the last podcast to really sit with my list, like what are the things that are important to me? How did I want to end last year? What did I want to leave behind in 2021? And in what ways do are important for me to move forward and what are my priorities? So (sighs) that's a lot, right? I'm like just taking a deep breath and I'm excited to share with you because, you know, I think last week I was feeling a little bit on my soapbox, um, feeling really much more clear about what I did not want this New Year's resolution time to be like. And now I've kind of found my way more into that sweet spot where I'm like, okay, this feels good for me to focus on. And I feel so lucky just so freaking lucky right now to be on this vacation and to have really had time to get myself into vacation mode because I, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about when I say that like a lot of times we'll take a vacation, like you'll take a week off and go on vacation and the entire time you're gone, like, but it takes the entire week just to get yourself into the mode where you can really start to relax and unwind. It's like, we have to practice these things. Um, so I feel so lucky that I've been able to really take this time to to sit with this and kind of distill and to let some of the yucky stuff from 2021 fall off. And the hard part about reflecting on it is that, you know, it's it's almost like with 2021. I have to like think about it like the same way that we, many of us, when we think about you know, the stuff that went wrong in our childhood. It's like, yes, we can, we can honor that and like acknowledge what went wrong and the end not necessarily have blame for our parents or teachers or whoever it was that kind of got wrapped up in creating those situations for us or with us. Um, it's kind of like, that's how I feel about 2021. It's like, it's nobody's fault. Um, it's just, it is what it was. It was so overwhelming for me. Not only the amount of weddings and work that we did and took on, but in the aftermath of the first year of the pandemic, living through the second year of the pandemic, and then 
an entire year of, you know, Dave working full time with me, us trying that in our relationship, him getting really sick and still being sick for almost five months now and how that impacted our relationship, right? Like that, all of that impacted last year. And when I think back to 2021, I just think that was just like a yucky year. Like for me, it was, it was just kind of really, it felt like, I don't know, like being in really shallow water in a canoe swimming, like, it was like, like, like paddle in the mud, pulling yourself forward. And I am, like I said at the beginning, I'm really working on pulling in some 2022 magic Um, 22 is one of my lucky numbers because I was born on the 22nd of a month. And so I'm trying to kind of let that magic kind of permeate. And part of what I'm trying to do with that magic is to not have expectations about what it has to be, right? Like I'm not trying to put those mountains here that I have to scale right now. Um, I definitely don't have answers to some of the questions that are kind of going on in my heart. But I do have certain things that I'm just learning how to trust. And part of what that is, is learning how to trust what feels good. And in order to be able to do that, you have to let yourself feel good. Um, I like almost say that with a question mark because it's something that I've realized lately. Like I'm not practiced at feeling. In fact, I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever felt this, but the, the past couple of weeks, like through Christmas and, and New Year's, um, I'll have had like an awesome day where like thing that the whole day has felt so good and I'm like in such a sweet place. And then like all of a sudden I'll like look over and I'll be like, oh my gosh, do I feel an anxiety attack coming on? Like, am I feeling like my heart's going to pound out of my chest and I feel this kind of threat anticipation, like almost like the sirens are up. And it's just, I, I literally have to tell myself like, there's nothing wrong right now and you're just feeling really happy and that's not a place that you're always used to feeling safe in because you're afraid that the shoe's about to drop but the shoe's not going to drop things everything's going to be okay you're safe everything's safe right now and like you that's that's usually helped me kind of realize but I'll, I'll catch myself in that moment where I'm like things feel too good right now like right and then I I find myself thinking back to starting work in a week and thinking about like oh my gosh like I like kind of dreading feeling awful and that's when I have to remind myself like it does not have to feel awful and there are plenty of things that I cannot control things that are going to come up there are going to be there's going to be work that has to be done there's going to have to there's going to be a busyness there's going to be all kinds of things, but I do not have to dread it because I am one of those people who's lucky enough to love what I do. And if there's stuff that comes up that really starts to make me uncomfortable or really starts to send, you know, red flags up, I am now in a place where I can pay attention to that and I can hopefully readjust where I can by either making changes, 
Um, sometimes those are changes that can get implemented right away. And sometimes they're changes that have to get pushed further down the line, but I just have to remember my own sense of personal power. And it's, that's a really hard thing to do sometimes because it is really easy to feel like, nope, this is too hard or this is too overwhelming. Um, but that's, that's why we have like all of these tools in our toolbox that we can go to, right? So whether that's, you know, finding our motivation or giving ourselves a permission to walk away for a second, or maybe it is relying on other people who's really good at this that I can either talk to or maybe ask for some help with this on. Um, and maybe a tool too is just giving ourselves permission to, to not be okay or to feel sad um, or to just go through what we're going through. Like maybe we can be like, yeah, we're, we're going back to work and... I think that can be a feeling too. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. It doesn't have to color the day that you have at your work or your, you know, your week that you have. Um, it can just be part of the transition. So yes, got a little off track there, but the heart of what I'm saying is that knowing how you feel and letting yourself be aware of feeling good and like what feels good. That's, that's, something that I'm going to be working on in 2022, whether it's in my business or just making decisions on what to do next, how to fill my day, what I want to be passionate about, how I want to move through life, that kind of thing. And the other thing that I'm working on is putting myself out there without any expectations of what I get back in return. So this is something that I've been trying to kind of figure out for a while. Um, you guys know I love astrology and I kind of skipped over time for our astro segment. Maybe I'll circle back to it if I have time. But one of the things about my natal chart astrology, so we, were, we all have a natal, our natal chart with astrology. If we plug in when we were born, what time of day, where we're at, we can kind of see where all of the, the planets and um you know, planetary bodies were when we are born in the Zodiac and we can kind of learn things about ourselves. And one of the things that I know about myself from my chart is I have my son in the 10th house, which is really close to, um, what's called your midheaven, which is the start of your 10th house. It's the highest point in your chart. And it is kind of associated with your career or your public life. And so when you have that, it's like your son is really close to your midheaven. Um, it, it means like you've got the ability to put yourself out there that, you know, people want to see what you're doing um, and they care about what you're up to. And there's so much of me that doesn't feel good enough. Right. And I, I think that I've, even though I, you know, became a yoga teacher and started a business and I have an Instagram and I try to put myself out there, I feel like I'm always doing this kind of back and forth between putting myself out there to a point and then, and then hiding, right? Like wanting to pull back. And so again, disclaimer, I don't have all the answers. What I do know is that I need to practice. Um, I've, I've, first first had an astro astrological reading like 
two years ago where the first astrologer I've ever worked with was like, hey, you've got this thing. Like, it's important for you to put yourself out there, you know, sun in the 10th house. Um, and that that's not just I'm, I'm not just doing it because of that. Right. Like there are certain things in any one of our in our charts where like, yep, this is here, but this doesn't mean as much to me or this doesn't resonate with me. But but I am saying this is like I see this in myself that I have a part of myself that wants to be out there, but then also feels the the I'm not good enough stuff gets in the way of me feeling like I can shine. Right. So that that's important to be clear about. So I decided that, the, and this was a really tricky decision for me to come to, because during my vacation, I have deleted the social medias from my phone, um, the main ones like that I feel like are a little bit more mainstream right now, like Instagram and Facebook. I've deleted them from my phone. I've made it so that I can't log on to them. I haven't deleted anything from like the profiles because obviously my um, Felicia Marty photo video business, um, those are just auto posted. Um, I have an assistant who helped me and we picked out all the pictures and programmed it all. And so that just kind of goes automatically, which is a really fun way to share our work. And I love that. But um, the constant grind of like, being on social media and seeing what people are up to and scrolling and scrolling through the feed. Um, it's something that I've known I, I haven't wanted for a while. And it wasn't until this vacation that I gave, gave myself permission to step away. And so that's why I haven't seen a lot of activity um, from that for me. Although I have been a quiet on the Instagram for a bit from within for a while, just because I want to only post when I have something important to say. And, and this past year, I just haven't had a lot of space to do so. And maybe just that medium maybe isn't the best way for me. So I decided, you know, it doesn't, I don't, I, I, sorry, I had to figure out how, what does that mean to put myself out there? Because it doesn't have to be on social media, right? I don't want to get myself to a place where I'm having to constantly check in on something or get followers or get likes or or judge or have that be the validation of me putting myself out there. But I did want a way where I could um, just talk, just share a bit from within, just do, you know, kind of what I'm doing here, but just every single day. So I decided... I love TikTok. I've loved TikTok since 20, March of 2020 when there was nothing else to do. And I downloaded this thing to get me through quarantining. And it's just something that has brought a lot of fun and joy to my everyday life. And I thought, you know what, if I love this thing and I love the community on TikTok, then I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm just going to make a video a day and I'll put something out there and see how it feels. And that's part of, I'm not saying I'm going to do this for the entire year. I'm going to start with this for this lunar month that began yesterday on Sunday, March or March. It's not March yet. Yesterday on Sunday, which was January 2nd. And I'm just going to see how it feels. How does it feel? It's not about likes. It's not about going viral. It's not about getting followers. It's about me having a way to practice doing something that is uncomfortable for me. And that every time I'm like, you know, I guess I could do this. And then I'm, I, I literally think nobody would want to know about that. That's stupid. Don't, you know, why are you filming yourself right now? 
And that is just an exercise for me to push through that and see what I find. So I'll have to report back how that goes here after I finish my experiment. So I guess we can close with a little bit more of this astro segment since I'm talking about this lunar month. Um, for those of you who've been following for a while, you guys know I love I love the astrology piece of things and I, I love working with the lunar cycles. And so last month I created a moon tracker where you can actually download this moon tracker guide and it will kind of help you each month going through setting new intentions during the new moon and then finding something to either um, reveal on or celebrate or let go of during a full moon. And you kind of keep track of this process throughout the year. But what I love about this is that you can really set goals or um, find yourself letting go. Letting go is just as important as moving forward, right? And you can do this with the lunar cycle. So the one of the reasons I love this is because when we try to set goals at the beginning of the year, we sometimes, you know, we'll get to March or April or February 1st, and we forget what we're doing and why. And being able to look at it in short spurts of 29 and a half days, which is a lunar cycle or almost a month, um, is just a really beautiful way for us to one, stay in tune with nature, but two, to give ourselves a really reasonable amount of time to move through, but also not short enough that we're constantly redoing it, right? That we're like constantly on a, a hamster wheel. So I love this because you can jump in at any point and meet yourself where you need to, whether you're needing to set a goal, work on something, manifest something, let go of something, um, reevaluate something, just rest, be quiet. And so if you are wanting to work with this, if this sounds interesting to you, one, you can hop on my website, upbitfromwithin.com. I have a lunar cycle bundle, which will give you everything you need to know to like deep dive and get started. But if you just want to get the moon tracker, you can do that too. And that also has a ton of information in it to get started. Or if you just want to notate in a journal or in a note on your phone or something, you can just remember that yesterday on Sunday, yesterday as I'm recording this, so Sunday was the new moon. And right now we're going to be in this new moon cycle until I believe it's January um, 17th. Don't quote me on that, but somewhere around there. Jan no, yeah, I think it is January 17th. The full moon happens. And then we're going to be in another two-week phase of the remaining part of the cycle. And the new moon was in Capricorn. So there's a lot of Capricorn energy right now. Capricorn is a cardinal earth sign. It's perfect for this, this new year energy around, I'm going to get stuff done. I'm going to set stuff up. I'm going to make a list. I'm going to accomplish things. Um, it could be a very intense energy too, but it's also very ambitious. And there's plenty of good things with that. So if you want to um, set some goals, you can do um, what I suggest. And I kind of put this out there in my, the, my self-care guide for this lunar cycle is this idea around for your new moon ritual, instead of setting down and doing this big intention setting ritual, what if you just sat with, what would you be happy if this happened? 
Like if these things happened, I would be just beside myself. I'd be thrilled. I'd be so happy if these things happened. And you can do that for the year. You can do that for the month. Um, if you want to check out my guide on that, you can get it from my website. I'm going to go put it up there right now um, so that you have it. But if you are on the Patreon, then you know it already got delivered to your inbox. Or you can check it out on our Patreon page. So that's that. That's that. That's the astro segment for the month. All of this is just about taking care of yourself and really finding new ways that are like new tools that you can access at any point that just make you feel good, make you feel like you're seeing yourself, right? Like you can't have others see you and hear you and appreciate you if you can't do that same thing for yourself. So we will end with that here and then we will do a card reading. So I'm going to go back to that um, Affirmator's Love and Relationships deck. I just, there's something about this deck that is just so sweet and special. So we'll just see what the universe has to say about all of that we're talking about. Wait and see. Thoughts love to wander into assumptions and race ahead into the future. But what if you told them to cool their jets and just chill for a second? Today you could put your mental chatter on pause to take a breath and simply wait and see how things play out before you let your mind run a marathon of imagined scenarios. Wait, and you'll see that waiting and seeing was a lot more productive than wandering and worrying. <laughs> Not like directly related, but such a good compliment to everything discussed today. We'll leave, we'll leave on that beautiful wait and see kind of note. Um, it has been a pleasure sharing um, this time with you. I hope that you found something wonderful from it. If you have a chance to share this episode or the A Bit From Within podcast with someone you know or love or your community, please know how much it would mean to me. And just know we're here every week. You know where to find me if you want more. And until next time.